Legends of Christmas. And here are two people on my naughty list. Neil and Chris. Hello, <laughs> welcome to Urbane Legends, the 12 Legends of Christmas. And it is day five in the Big Brother bunker. E. Neil is starting to get very annoyed with Chris. <laughs> We're still snowed in, guys. Still, still snowed in. No sign. Absolutely no <laughs> sign of them. Um, yeah. No. What are they calling uh, it? It's not Beast from the East or the Beast from the East. Yeah. Terror from Yera. Terror from Yera. I don't Yera? know what that means. I don't I know. Nothing makes sense anymore, Neil. To be honest, ah, I don't know. Um, just to give an update. Neil is uh, Neil and I's game of risk is still ongoing. Um, Neil's looking like he's going to win to be honest, but um, he's more strategically minded than, than myself. So, uh, well, not, su- yeah. not surprised. Never, uh, not su- never know. Could turn it round. Could turn it round. There's going to be a big... Game bat- of risk. It's not over till it's over, Chris. Never over till it's over. There's going to be big battle, big battles around North Africa, I would imagine, uh, and also around uh, Siberia, because it's very difficult to... I'm hoping for a bloodless coup, but we'll see how we go. I need to force the issue. Oh, it'll be bloody. And pile, pile the bodies high. It will be. That's, that's, I will that's, that's, be. I am comfortable with sending wave after wave of troops. Excellent. You're very to try and hold my position. Very much a First World War general mentality there. It's, uh, very much Russian mentality or Captain yeah, Sam Brannigan from Future Armour. Nice. Because that is what Putin all, is. All of the above. Um, so we're still we're still doing all right for food. Um, still got plenty of uh, plenty of prison wine, plenty of Pruno. Yep. Yeah. I mean, arguably, we really shouldn't drink that five days running. But what are you going to do? It's not much else to drink now, is there? And also, it does. Well, there's, help. there's massive supplies of clean, fresh water which we haven't touched. <laughs> well, no, of course not. But yeah, um, got, got five hundred liters left of that. But... Yeah, I know, but it's boring, isn't it? Yes, yeah, water. Yeah. Get you drunk, does it? No, it doesn't take so unless you drink loads of, unless you drink enough of it to thin your blood sufficiently that it makes you hallucinate. But that could also kill you. So I mean, to be fair, yeah. the, the prison wine can also kill us, but um it get well, well, can can will <laughs> we've we've kind of taken to sleeping fifteen hours a day at the moment. Um to, to, well I say sleeping. It takes the edge off, doesn't it? Take, well, exactly. Just try and get get through it. And then we do several hours research on this, play some risk. Um we do private things in opposite corners at an agreed time. Yep. <laughs> to, keep, to keep the wolf from the door, as it were. You know, we've all got needs. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, hopefully next couple of days we'll get out of here. But um, at the moment it's not looking great, but I'm I'm trying to keep a, keep a positive outlook, really. Um. So, Neil, what have you what have you uh, looked up today for us to look at? For this? <laughs> Did another one of these, are we? Great. Yep. Right. Come on, mate. It gets, eats the clock. Yeah. Towards our inevitable demise. Mm. Sweet, right. sweet death. We still have the internet, so we can still... We do still have the internet. Oh, yeah, talking of which, speaking of which, um, I looked up um, if Cameo is still going... Because oh, we talked okay. we talked about them last episode or yeah. episode before, whatever. So all the days emerging into oh, one. Um, 
And they started back in a few years back, they reformed all the original members and started touring again. And they tend to do the UK every other summer. So I think last summer they did like a funk festival at um, Rochdale Castle. Mm. So I'm definitely going to see them next time they're over because they do generally do a few shows in England like every other summer Sounds during good. festival season. Yes, so I'm going to definitely. So that's something to look forward to if we're out of here by then. Yeah, carry on. Sounds good. Cool. Something to look forward to, isn't it? I'll isn't it? Pruno along. Yeah, I might have had enough Get by then. For it. You know, you're getting more into it. I'm, I'm getting, <laughs> getting quite hard into it, to be honest with you. Are you. Do you think you're going to struggle with the outside world? Yeah. Do you think you've become bunker institutionalised? I think I might be getting. I think I might be getting that way. I'll be leaving the bunker, and you'll just shut the door behind yeah. me and go back in. Yeah. <laughs> Praise this is my life now. I can't. I can't make it on the outside. You've also taken to um, giving yourself prison tattoos. I'm noticing. Yeah, <laughs> Russian, yeah. Russian mobster style prison tattoos. Well, I've, I've, I've invented my own gang, haven't I? You have, yeah. You've got to have the, you've got to have the right. You've got to have the right ink to get in. So yeah, it's called the No Chris Gang, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just initiating myself into my gang. Yeah, and then you're going to try and stab me up or a shank out of a toothbrush as well, just in case. Well, you could just use the axe that you've got in the corner. But yeah, I could do. It's lazy, isn't it? It's boring. That's yeah. what I'm whittling with. That really, really sharp axe. <laughs> if anything, I'm blunting the sharp axe. Um, I've ruined my toothbrush. Yeah, I've ruined my toothbrush. <laughs> I was hell of my teeth in the morning. Now I've got furry teeth and a shit axe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. mine does strange things to us in confinement. Mm. Tell me a fucking about it. Talk the witch. Yes, strange things. Here's the strange, strange tale of Pierre Foutard. Oh, sounds fr- fr- sounds français. Oh, yeah, we oui. bien sûr, <laughs> Monsieur. Yeah, no, this is a French for Trayvon. father whipper. The whipper, the father whipper, father whipper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, or wonder how much man you, whipper. Wonder how much charges an hour. Oh, I don't know. That'd be good. Would be like that, you know, traditional Turkish massage, isn't it? Yeah, well, no. I think so, we talked about this on one of our... No, that's um, Swedish massage. Where they Swedish? Get, but they do yeah. branches. Yeah, that's Swedish sauna. That's uh, when you're okay. with, Yeah, you get hit with hit with a uh, branch. With branches or whatever, yeah. Yeah. No, the, the Turkish one is they... Um... Yeah, we just call it S&M Sweden, you know, because we're honest. <laughs> yeah, we, we like spanking as well, but we don't try and cover it up. Well, no, it's wholesome. Then I like to dive into a freezing cold lake. Would you do that? Um, I did it once. I'll probably, I'll probably die of a heart attack immediately after. <laughs> I'm not, not, not brilliant with my cardiac health, so yeah, <laughs> got to limit that. Kind of, hey, give it a go. Oh god, cold water though. Yeah, you'd be wanting to get straight out of that lake. I imagine it would it would perk you up because that's the idea, isn't it? You get in a really really hot sauna. Yeah, and, and then it cools your cold lake, and then it's like jumping into, into a cold... fucking sauna. It's cold. like if you're on holiday somewhere really hot, and you jump into the pool. Yeah, yeah. I thought I've sort of already done it. Yeah, pretty much. Been in the sea in Spain and that. So yeah, you paid you paid for S and M beatings quite oh, regularly. Yeah. So oh, yeah. 
you pretty much you've got you've all the ingredients are there. I mean that's that's more of a cheese grater on my balls, but similar principle, I suppose. It's more of a stiletto up the gooch, yeah. but <laughs> a bit of lemon juice into the cavities. I like to, I like to think of it as just as a very rigorous exfoliation routine. Yeah, I mean, you are glowing off the high-stand of cleanliness, you know. <laughs> sort of got, you've got a beautiful sort of purple glow normally afterwards. Oh, mm. <laughs> like a pair of light bulbs. <laughs> like, a, like a beautiful plum. <laughs> right, come on then, Mr. Whipface. <laughs> Father Whips. <laughs> talking, talking of which, yeah. Father Whipper, the old man Whipper. Mm. So, guess what he is, Chris? He's a character that accompanies St. Nicholas on his Oh, not another one of his moody mates. (laughs) Fuck's sake. We have one day (laughs) off of doing him. Do we we think he's going to be a nice lad? Oh, he's hanging around around after all with St. Nicholas. With St. Klaus. Well, judging by the other, by the rest of the the, the cannibals, murderers, child kidnappers, and uh, uh, just uh, ABH warriors that he hangs around with, um, I'm not thinking he's probably very nice. No, and he's called Father Whipper. He's called Father Whipper. I mean, unless he's trying to whip the presence into action. Well, yeah, I mean, that's all, all the... Or unless he maybe. comes around and whips cream, perhaps. That could be, couldn't that it? Could yeah. be, that could be quite hard work, whipping cream manually. Yeah. Oh, make him, maybe he makes meringues, whipping egg whites. Doesn't want to over-whip them, though. Get too yeah, hard and nasty. Just, oh. just the right stage. That's if you've been naughty. Yeah, well, that's true. You can have a really hard meringue, then. Take <laughs> it and leave it. I'm kind of... I, I think that we're being very optimistic about what he does. Yeah, so what he does, he's dispensing lumps of coal and or beatings to naughty children. <laughs> what St. Nicholas gives gifts to the well behaved. I mean, who's judging this? He's the, he's the enforcer. Yeah. Yet another enforcer. Yet another one of Santa's 17 I mean, enforcers. I mean, what I'm thinking here, Chris, because he's yep. like, well, you know, one good guy, one, one, one good cop, about 20 bad cops. Yes. By the exactly. time we get to the end of this. Yeah. There's a lot more naughty children than nice ones. And I want to know who's setting the standards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd like to know what the. I'd like yeah. to see the scorings. I mean, like we're we're very open with our scoring system. Yeah. I noticed that uh, Santa Claus has kept his very much hush hush. Make the algorithm open source, and Nicholas. We want to see his. Yeah, we want to see what's wrong. Yeah, you know, we're just asking questions. Yeah, well, you want to go around giving beans to naughty children? And don't get me wrong. I'm <laughs> yeah, all, you want to you want to keep you want to keep hiring these thugs, <laughs> all your mates from back when you were growing up in South Boston, right? You want to keep hiring them to go around beating up kids. Like, we want to know what the, you know, is it, you know, it feels quite arbitrary to me. We'll do a bit of due diligence. I'm sure it's all above board, but... I mean, that's the thing as well, because, like, do you you suppose whether you get a lump of coal or a right hook? Yeah. um, Well, it'd be how. Do you think it's a scale of naughtiness, or is it just, like, pure luck, do you reckon? You know, well, just a, but it depends if he's a run out of coal or yeah. or b his arms tired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got really um, bad lactic build up oh, in his well, arms. Well, so well, he well, a, a bit of a rest. He's getting a right hander, but otherwise he's just a lump of coal. Or you know, it could be honestly, yeah, we don't know. Do we? Again, he's just there's no transparency to this whole this sham fucking court that St. Nicholas has got it's going a, on. This motorcycle that the Santa Boy's MC. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more. It's like the traveling Wilburys of fucking child torture. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it... I mean, it's like if it's like if Batman went around with like the Joker and the Ridger and all of that and stuff, yeah. and it's like, well, actually, actually, you've not been great, so I'm going to let this clown torture you. <laughs> That'd be Krampus. Yeah, you're you're all right there. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. He seems so. Yeah, I don't. Like you said previously, you kind of judge people by their friends, and yes. I don't know. It feels like it's. I mean, it's quite a kind of. If it's like it's like he surrounds himself with the worst people to make himself look better. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, which makes me cynic, but it makes me very suspicious. Mm. Which makes which makes me wonder what he's actually doing that he has to surround himself with such violent <laughs> criminals to make himself look better in comparison. Don't want, I don't want to evoke the word Jimmy Savile, but <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get to the big one. It's the <laughs> fucking Met Police if he takes St Nick out in fucking handcuffs. <laughs> Noel Edmonds, surely, but no, allegedly, and not any of that. Um, so let's hear more about Mr. Whip. Right. Mr. Whippy. The most popular story of the origin of Pierre Futard was first told around the uh, the year 1252. So mm. it's got some legs, Early. this one. Yeah. An innkeeper, or butcher in other versions. What? <laughs> it's, that's, no, this, is the, this is the classic origin myth again. Um, Another uh, the, so again, in, it's it's the the innkeeper or butcher who people. captured the three boys. Oh, it says here that they appear to be wealthy and on their way to enrol in a religious boarding school. So that's a new. Mm. It's the same old psychopath really? traps up three again? kids story. Yeah, where where where's the origin of all? What the fuck's going yeah, on? <laughs> I'm spreading okay, out. There's just a lot of serial killers out in Alsace, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no wonder they had such a reputation for being rural when I lived there. Right, capture three boys. But we've not heard this one before. They appear to be wealthy and on their way to enrol in the religious boarding school. Mm. So along with his wife, he kills the children in order to rob them. Okay, so right. a financial goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, rather than... Well, that's just that's just sound fiscal policy. That <laughs> that's understandable. Well, you yeah. know, that, that I can understand. Yeah. Pickling Meat them for the no winter. Reason. And, <laughs> you know, and say, you know, yeah, crops for the summer. One gruesome version... Tells that they drug the children, slit their throats, cut them into pieces, and stew them in a barrel. Yep, yeah, we've. Yeah. Sorry that sorry that we're so fucking jaded about chopping up kids in a barrel, but this yeah, is the origin story of all of St Nick's mates. The thing is, what I found is that by looking at Christmas legends, I've become incredibly desensitized to, <laughs> to, murder, the, yeah. hor- to the horrors of didn't, life. Didn't expect that to be happening in this podcast. I'll be honest with you. Nope. We decided to do a deep dive into Christmas myth. I didn't <laughs> didn't think I'd become desensitized to child. To be honest, I'm thinking of becoming a mercenary after Christmas yeah, yeah. if we get out of it. We're all dead inside. So, St. Nicholas discovers the crime, resurrects the children, yada yada. After this, Pierre Futard repents and becomes his partner. So this is oh. a different serial killer then that's has the same origin story. Because this is the same as, um, was it um, Hans Ruprecht or whatever his name yeah, was? Yeah, Hans Ruprecht, yeah. I think he had exactly the same origin story. That's very strange. So I wonder whether this is just a French localisation of, um, of your other lad. Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? doesn't it? say that, but anyway. So he repents and becomes his partner. What well, you say, repents. Mm. Yeah. Nicholas is like, look, look, look mate. about this. 
You got two now, options. <laughs> you've, taken it, you've taken this a bit too far, so it's, don't worry. I'm, you know, I can put them back together into a zombie monstrosity and send them back on their way to the religious school. Don't worry about that. We all make mistakes. Yeah, you've been agreed. Now maybe need, to, to I, whipping and or giving them coal. How about yeah, that? I yeah. need I need someone who doesn't mind rolling their sleeves up, yeah. <laughs> who who knows you know, who knows how to get things done. If you catch my meaning, St. Like, Nicholas Anger, anger Management Course. <laughs> I look. I can't do, just carry around a whip. I can't yeah. do it myself. It's bad for business. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been looking for someone with your let's say. Uh, let's say, uh, philosophical view on beating kids. Did you reckon the whole thing was just a scam? And just St. Nicholas was just like, just making kids, just like a traveling thing where he'd just be making kids behave. Well, I do hope we've been good this year. Oh, dear. I hear someone's been a, a little bit naughty. Well, they'll, they'll soon turn their ways up next year. The harvest will be in straight on time. Do you reckon the parents were paying him like pretty That's like protection money to yeah. so that the kids would get harvesting and stuff? Yeah, exactly. I reckon. So that they couldn't so they didn't have to do anything they didn't have to do anything themselves, get their own hands dirty, so the social wouldn't come and take him away. Well, but yeah. just like this this guy come around once again. Oh dear. Someone's been a naughty boy. <laughs> well he made money out of it and then they yeah, got them to uh, you know, got them to work a bit harder. Yeah, classic protection racket. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, every, every, yeah. every every day we do this sounds more like it. So another story states that during the siege Quip of Metz, quo. yeah, during the siege of Metz, which is a city in eastern France, in fifteen fifty two, an effigy of King Charles V was burned and dragged through the city. Meanwhile, an association of tanners created a grotesque character, which is also a tanner, armed with a whip and bound in chains, who punished children. After Metz was liberated, what's a tanner's problem? Yeah, I, it's, I think it's just a lot of self-loathing amongst tanners. Well, they, all, well, they probably the, all smelled of piss, didn't they? They all smelled of piss you, because yeah. you had to use it, so they couldn't yeah. have kids because no women would go near them. Yeah. So the kids just reminded them of, like, how, how little just 16th century incels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Making effigies of themselves. It's like people up. self-loathing. Yeah, if they exactly. had, had an eight channel or a four channel back in the day, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't be rushing onto that. But... They probably had like a notice board, which only they used. Yeah. Well, no, no, <laughs> like, a physical it's... notice board. Yeah. That's where well, the idea came from. Stuff. Just, didn't go near it. Yeah. <laughs> just in the middle of the tanning district, because no one would come in there because it reeks. Yeah, you've got to pick up some leather or something, get it straight back out again. And that's where notice that's where internet notice boards originated. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a through line. There you go. Whereas they just well, I imagine that most people on the chance stink of piss as well, to be honest. Yeah. Come at me. <laughs> Come at me. And I'm I'm a self appointed soy boy cuck, so yeah. <laughs> no you worry about that. Yeah, so the child effigy of Charles V and the character created by the Tanners somehow assimilated into what is known as Pierre That's both incredibly stupid and extremely <laughs> cool. It makes absolutely fuck all sense. Yeah. The setup and the execution makes no sense, but I, I love it. You've got to remember that in those days, nothing was going on ever. So yeah. if two things went on, then, yeah. you, then you'd just... Combine to make one. Yeah. Combine to make one because you probably couldn't keep two 
things in your head. Out of the ordinary. That is, I mean, it's probably better than some comic book origin stories, to be fair. But uh, yeah. events surrounding the city's liberation of the Burning Effigy coincided with the passage of St. Nicholas. Hence, Pierre Futard became his bad cop counterpart. Right. So it happened around, so the siege of Metz was around Christmas. Yeah, it's around all the, that's, was it 6th or 7th of December or something where they have the, so yeah, it would be, it just is with the passage of St. Nicholas. I don't know if he was, no, what was St. Nicholas knocking about? Well, no, because he, because he, yeah, he came through the 13th century, says, well, who knows? I suppose it's like all of these mythical, semi mythical people, semi immortal, but. Oh, here's one. He actually got to the States as well. So in the 1930s, Pierre Futard appeared in the United States under the translated name Father Flog or Spanky. <laughs> Howdy ho! Huh? It's Spanky, guys! <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't caught on more. I mean, as if the 30s weren't miserable enough. <laughs> Depression era. Fucking dust bar. <laughs> i tell you what, this is the kids that with this little red Christmas fella. Spanky yeah. or Father Flog. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's no, a good, I mean, it's a good way to explain to your kids why they're not going to have any presents. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, kids? Life's shit. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Swallow down that lunch. Here's your, here's your Christmas present. Smacks. Yeah. Daddy wanted to keep his farm as well, but that didn't work out either, did it? Sometimes yeah, we don't we get wanted, it. We wanted rain. That didn't happen. I didn't want to live inside this train car. This Hoverville. <laughs> so, almost identical to the French personification, Father Flog had nothing to do with Christmas and also had a female accomplice called Mother Flog. Mother Flog. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I wonder if people dress up as sexy mother flog for Christmas. Well, that'd be like a good Halloween costume. Hooters or something. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. We've got to try and find this out. <laughs> the two doubled out specific punishments for specific childhood crimes. Okay, good. Now get, get, get it legislated. <laughs> <laughs> E.g. cutting out the tongue for lying. What? Cutting out the tongue for lying? Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, can't lie if you ain't got a tongue, Mill. Oh, yeah, we'll do it again. Well, unless you're using, like, American Sign Language to lie. But then you get your hands chopped off, yeah, exactly. presumably. Yeah, yeah, I know. At least we don't have Sharia law. <laughs> lie on your hands, yeah. Thank God. So in his appearance, so the most common depiction of Pierre Futard is a man of a sinister face, dressed in dark robes with scraggly unkempt hair and a long beard. Mm. Like Alan Moore, then, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically Alan Moore. <laughs> He's armed with a whip, a large stick, and bowls of switches again, Alan Moore. Okay, Alan Moore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some incarnations of the character have him wearing a wicker backpack in which children can be placed and carried away. Again, Alan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> he carries a large bundle of sticks on his back. Alan Moore again, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's that's kind of... So I'm just going to have a quick look and see if I can so, find the father and mother flock. Or Spanky. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a look for Spanky. Uh, that's quite distressing. 
No, I can't really see much. There's a lot of stuff called Hanky Spanky, which is a Christmas ebook. <laughs> that seems to be the main bit of it. Sounds good though, now, doesn't it? And well, a vlog, you do you do get some stuff. So there's there's actually a little sort of cartoon here. So let, let's uh, let's go with this one. So it looks a bit like it's like a you you see those punch cartoons from like sort of nineteenth century. Is everyone yeah. wearing bonnets and stuff? So Father Flog goes to punish the squalling children. So he's got like a birch branch, and he's yeah, he's got like kind of like they're not plus fours, but I don't want you to call them those kind of you know they used to wear trousers and then have like a stockings that went up to the knee yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He does not go into the houses where the good children are. Father Flog corrects the obstinate little boys and girls. If the lazy children will not learn their lessons, he punishes them. I'll tell you what, me and Father Flog would have been on terms. Madam Flog hides herself in the saucepan to catch the greedy ones again. What? Hides herself in a saucepan? She's tiny. Yeah. Well, it's got like a big cauldron by the fire, so presumably she's, she, she's not bothered about heat. Oh, okay. So, you know, if the kid's going in to go and nick a bit of stew or something, she just jump out and give them a Oh, round. okay, so this is the kids going into their place. Well, presumably, no, presumably the kid's like, um, you know, going to go and have a bit of dinner before dinner or whatever. You know, like, oh. I don't know, they're just cooking some right. big old cauldron for the meat, <laughs> apparently, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Shit, old shit, well, if it was the Depression era, it'd be like old leather shoes and stuff, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it would be, yeah. Whatever, mm. whatever roadkill they can find knocking about. And here's one, there's like a, a woman calling him in. Her mama calls Father Flog to correct a little storyteller. Mm. So I just didn't like fiction, I guess. No. Well, I mean... <laughs> the young George R.R. R. Martin. Speaking of fiction, Neil, uh, I've got oh, a little, little thing here about Hanky Spanky. <laughs> oh, go on then. Let's have a Your audio book. The rest of this is just uh, basically, you know, kids being tormented by, you know, dunces caps, cutting yeah. out tongues. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, and then, then at the end, Madame Flog sets free a little boy who's penitent. So, you know. Okay. And gives sweets to those who obey their parents. So that's... Hmm. So not a, not a great upside to the downsides. No. No. So, Neil, um, so I couldn't find anything about Spanky, the crisp, like, which was the Spanky, other name for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. But um, by typing in Spanky and Christmas, I found an ebook. Called nice. uh, Hanky Spanky Christmas with the tagline Best Christmas Ever. Mm. Uh, and the publisher description is, and we should probably download this for some of our private times. Um, Towards the night. Written by a furry by any chance? It's written by Amy Andrews. Okay. And it says, Towards the night before Christmas, with a sudden hankering to be spanked, Darcy Henderson figures Mitch Callahan is a man for the job. But is she woman enough to take it? <laughs> Contains mature themes. Download and start listening now. Be the first to write a review about this audiobook. <laughs> I'm not going to kink shame if it's what you're into. Fair no, days. mate. Oh, no, absolutely. But it's just quite it's quite a funny Christmas theme. No, that is that is a good sort of... I assume that's a, you know, yeah, targeted adults. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it came out with a plethora of other things after um, whatever that book was called. Um, with Mr. Grey in it. You know, the S&M book that all everyone read? Oh, yes. Um, Some Shades of Grey. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. That's it, yeah. So I assume it probably came out after that. 
yeah, it may well have done. Mind you, these kind of things have been... Um, oh, they're outrageous. The story of O is quite a famous literary one, actually. Yes, and, an English a, and erotic film. Yeah. Oh, I've not seen the film. Yeah, my English teacher actually uh, was like, oh, you should Wrote read it. this. It was unbelievable. And I think it was written by Pauline Rouge in the 50s, wasn't it? But... Um, Hey, man, it's been going on since time immemorial. If you enjoy it, then get on with it, as long as everyone's happy and no one gets, you know, uh, fatally hurt, I guess. Um, Cool, all right. Well, I think that'll probably do that. Yeah, it's just another one of Santa's little bit, you know, the side of S&M in this one. Yeah, Yeah. with a little bit of S&M. Oh, hey, there's a cheeky little American version there. I like other flogs, good bit of alliteration. Yep, spanky. Well done on US chums for... uh, Coming up with that. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? Back to risk and a bit of toilet wine? I'll see what else we're going to do. Yeah, and maybe uh, we'll download uh, Hanky Spanky Christmas a bit later yeah, on if, uh, for a little, little treat maybe, for ourselves. Maybe cover, maybe. Us, cover ourselves in a sheet on either but, end of don't the Don't knock it bunker. till you try it, Chris. That's what I say. Absolutely. All right, we will be back with another one of our episodes or whatever they are tomorrow. What the hell is this tomorrow? I hope, yeah, hope, hope you're all doing well. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Ho, ho, ho. See you tomorrow. Remember, don't drink and drive. Ho, 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 ho.